Welcome back to the Football Kingdom Podcast. I'm Brandon, along with me is Tyler. We're recapping the divisional round of the NFL playoffs, and we got a lot to get into. And as always on this podcast, we're going to lead off with the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday night went to Buffalo, Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes on the road for the first time in the Patrick Mahomes era. And this matchup between the Chiefs and the Bills was no different than any of the other playoff matches that the teams have had between Mahomes and Allen. It was back and forth, five-plus lead changes, stressful, stressful to watch. And at the end of the day, the Kansas City Chiefs prevail and leave Buffalo and their fans brokenhearted for the third time in four years. Tyler, I mean, <laughs> did this was one that we were nervous about. Oh, yeah. We, we felt like they could win the Chiefs, but <laughs> the Bills are good. Bills are very good, and they kind of had the Chiefs' number. I mean, it was... I wasn't, you know... I wasn't like, oh, the Chiefs are definitely losing. But I was, you know, it was more like a 70-30, 60-40 mix of like, I don't feel that great about the game, you know. But obviously you're still going to root for them and hope for the best. And it's just the Chiefs had looked so bad. Yet they've kind of found their footing here in the playoffs. And they went in to Buffalo, which... Give me a break, Buffalo's fans. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's I'm clearly biased, especially with Arrowhead being the loudest stadium and all that. But there's multiple times throughout the game where I'm like, it ain't that loud there. At the very beginning, it was crazy. You know, it was an absolute madhouse. But there were so many times where they they had to be up where before they were really loud. When at Arrowhead, it's like it's just insane all the time. But I mean, yeah, it's it was a legendary you know epic game um as you said with so many lead changes but where should we start with this there's so many epic moments that happen well let's uh let's talk about i want to talk mahomes for a second so going into this game like i said before mahomes had never played a playoff game on the road and he's but he's 12 and 3. He has three losses to two to Tom Brady and one to Joe Burrow in the playoffs. He's never lost to Josh Allen. This is part three of the Josh Allen Patrick Mahomes playoff matchup. Obviously, the first one being at Arrowhead, the AFC Championship game, the Chiefs down 10 end up kind of uh, not really blowing out the Bills, but winning comfortably against the Bills. And then the following year, the Chiefs and Bills meet again at Arrowhead in one of the greatest games ever, I would say. <laughs> um, this is the the classic 13-second game where Chiefs and co. drove down the field, game-tying field goal, won the ball in overtime, and uh, eliminated the Bills. And now, this time... Chiefs obviously didn't have the season that 
they wanted to as far as getting that home field advantage in the playoffs. Uh, the Bills, you know, they took care of business the way that they were supposed to be. They won the two seed, the Chiefs or the three seed. So Chiefs hosted, obviously they hosted Miami last week. Now they're host. Now they have to go on the road to Buffalo, and the whole thing was well. I don't know. Patrick Mahomes has never had to go on the road. What stupid way can we try to doubt Patrick Mahomes? Because he <laughs> hasn't done he hasn't done enough in his career to make us think that he can go on the road and win a playoff game against a team that he's had a number his their number with uh, in the playoffs. But uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes. Here we are, adding yeah. another little uh, <laughs> yet again accolade to his to his legacy but let's uh let's just uh from the top bills get the ball and i want to talk about the lateral josh allen i'm not convinced i think the chiefs probably if they challenged it i think it might have been overturned because i'm not convinced that it was a lateral he was like four or five yards past the line of scrimmage yeah, Josh Allen being in throws it out right, and uh, they were. I think the Bills were. Was it like third and seventeen or something, or second and seventeen? Something stupid. I think it was third down, and it was their first drive, and it felt. <clears throat> I don't know if it was like desperate. It just felt a little weird for. I don't know. I think it's probably early game nerves. But at the time, you know, live, I didn't think it was worth challenging. It didn't look like uh, the Chiefs would have won the challenge. And I'm also like, it's a little early. I mean, I don't know. Like, they could still, you know, get a first down on the next play or something. But I, at the time, I'm like, I, I'm like, I'd rather have the challenges for later in the game. This is too important of a game. Let's move on, you know. And then I did see... Uh, some screenshots, you know, after the game that are like, that actually would have been a penalty. He he did, that was like a forward pass. When you look at like where he threw it and where the dude caught it because of forward momentum, it probably would have, you know, been overturned. But again, I'm like, I don't know if it would have really essentially, let's say, yeah, they make the stop and then they don't get their opening field goal. So like, sure, maybe they would have not had, you know, three points at that point but yeah i don't know but you know all things considered it didn't end up mattering which we're going to get into but uh josh allen and the bills uh have to settle for a field goal so take an early three nothing lead but the chiefs drive down and answer and tie the game so it's three three after one let's go to the second quarter so in the second quarter um so the Bills score go up. They go up by they go up 10-3. And then Chiefs score or Chiefs kick another field goal 10-6. Kind of running into the oh Chiefs can't finish a drive. But later in the quarter, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey connect for a touchdown that ties Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski for the most touchdowns by a duo in postseason history playoff history yeah quarterback receiver duo which is really cool because 
Travis Kelsey or uh, Patrick Mahomes has only played for six seasons, and yeah. he's already surpassed who I think it's we all agree Tom Brady and who is the greatest quarterback of all time with the second best tight end of all time, Rob <laughs> Gronkowski um, behind Kelsey. <laughs> but it's ten. Uh, well, it was back and forth. Yeah. You know, they, they kept, they traded field goals to open. And I mean, the, the bills were dominating time of possession and they were dominating the run game. Like the, they made the chiefs look like an open door. <laughs> they just had no answers. And it was for the whole game, quite honestly. But the first half was like, uh, we, there's just, there's no answer, you know? And, you know, to be fair, uh, Cook is an incredible running back. He's he's. They found something with him in the last half of the season where that guy was like Pacheco. Like he just all of a sudden is like one of the you know great running backs of the the season. And uh, they are riding him for like I said the last six wins in a row that they've had. Um, and yeah, that's kind of what that was the story, but. You know, the Chiefs had, um, at the end of the game, it was, the Bills had 37 minutes versus the Chiefs 22. If you would have told me that before the game, I'm like, the Bills are blowing out the Chiefs. 37 minutes to the Chiefs 22. <laughs> but the the way the game played out, they were just running the ball chipping away all the way down the field and scoring for most of the drives until the later half of the game. But the Chiefs just had much more explosive plays. Well, the Chiefs, yeah, the Chiefs had much more expo- explosive plays, but that was also, I think, the game plan for the Bills was, yeah. let's take all the time in the world, run some clock down, keep the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hand. And it worked in the first half. Like, the defense was fairly shaky, I would say. Yeah, it came back to bite them in the end, though. So yeah, after those um, opening field goal trade trades, you know the Chiefs are still, like you said, stalling in the red zone. Um, and then yeah, it was the wide open pass to Kelsey, which is like, how on earth does this guy continue to get ignored? You know, for because mostly for the you know the last of the regular season, he was invisible. You know, they were like double and triple teaming. You know, Kelsey, and then he's just has one of them games. It's just, you know, MVP caliber. Yeah, this was a vintage Travis Kelsey game. Five catches for 75 yards, two touchdowns. This is this is exactly what when you envision Travis Kelsey, this is this is what it is. And this was the touchdown where, you know, he blows a kiss, gives the heart and, (laughs) you know, they cut to Jason Kelsey shirtless, you know, (laughs) screaming out of the (laughs) Clearly blasted, um, and for him, he's. They they asked him like, "How many beers did you drink for the the Super Bowl speech?" And he was like, "Probably like 20. <laughs> and he was barely affected by that. So I'm sure he was he was chilling that night. But uh, yeah, so many awesome moments when they they cut up there. I think uh, so. Jumping ahead, kind of to the third quarter. Um... We just talked about, before I get to that, so 
let's talk about the Chiefs defense for a second in the second half. I think it's been a theme with the defense lately to have a little bit of not necessarily like a shaky first half, but not have the best first half and then turn around in the second half and just shut down the opposing offenses. And that that pretty much no, that 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 happened here. Yeah. In the second half. The the Bills scored in the second half one time in the third quarter. They didn't even score in the fourth quarter. No. So def- defense, <laughs> made, defense made an adjustment and just shut down the Bills. But I think something that happened for me in the, early in the third quarter was that timeout that the Bills had to call. Yeah, it was like a, a delay game. Yeah, they were, they were avoiding a delay game, but it happened very early on in the second half. And I was like, they're going to want mm-hmm. that timeout later probably. Yep. So <laughs> that's... Yes. Uh, those are huge. Yeah. Just one of those timeouts is... Yeah. I want to talk about... This is jumping ahead a little bit, but I want to talk about the fake punt. Oh, yeah. The fake punt that Buffalo ran in their own territory. Uh, you and I talked about it. I was watching with friends... And I was like, that's a fake punt. That's, <laughs> that's going to be a fake punt. Yes. And that's exactly what happened. Snap the ball to DeMar Hamlin. And Chiefs are like, nope. With 10 men on the field, by the way. Mm-hmm. Stop that. Uh, that, they, that play got maybe two and a half yards. They needed four, first of all. Chiefs have 10. And... So they essentially have nine versus eleven or nine versus ten essentially on the line. And they, they can't even they don't even get two and a half yards. And why are you running Damar Hamlin of all people? It's like if you're gonna run a fake, do pick a better player to run the ball or a better play, I guess. So the Chiefs have a great Tommy Townsend pass that they've ran at least two or three times successfully in the last two years. Yeah. Um, you know, something. But for that, it, it's just a that's a really bad decision. Way in your, uh, you know, your side of the field. It was unbelievably stupid. I'll just yeah. put it that way. <laughs> it really and at this point, like, Chiefs are getting really good field position and should have, um, not necessarily iced the game because there would have been a lot of time left. Yeah, but they should they should have gone up ten at this point. Um. Isaiah Pacheco has a big run, puts mm-hmm. the Chiefs inside the five-yard line, and then all of a sudden, we're like, hey, why don't we draw up a play from a Cole Hardman who fumbled the ball <laughs> earlier in the game? Earlier in the game, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we run a sweep. McCole Hardman running to the left, fumbles the football, and where does the football go, Tyler? <laughs> Out of bounds in the end zone. And what does that mean? Touchback. Bills ball. <laughs> and the Bills get the ball. On the 20, yep. So instead of the Chiefs going up 10, we get nothing out of the stupidity of <laughs> the, go, the, the fake punt. We're like, hey, we'll see your stupidity and, and raise you a McCall <laughs> Hardman fumble. How about that? It's I thought not- you were going to call the... the, the uh, what am I trying to say? 
that play call or that that rule stupid i hate that rule okay <laughs> we'll touch on it in the off season we can talk about it i'm yeah. i'm i go back and forth on that rule um okay but we got too much to talk about. We'll we'll get into that later. <laughs> so so McCole Hardman, back back on yeah. track here. McCole Hardman has touched the ball two times. He's fumbled the ball twice. He didn't lose yeah. the first one, but he lost the second one. So in my opinion, He's one of like, our guys recovered it for him, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, hey, why don't we just have McCole Hardman hit the showers? Because he's done nothing productive tonight. So that's also, what I said on go ahead. Also, why are we not giving Isaiah Pacheco the ball? In that right. spot, don't McCole Hardman has done nothing to deserve the football at that point in the game. Nothing. That's well said. I can't add any more to that because yeah, it, after the first fumble that he luckily got away with, I was on Twitter like he cannot touch the ball the rest of the game. Just I don't want to see McCole Hardman at all. Okay, and then what happens? This this ridiculous play happens. It just it's just so out of place. Like, why? What are we doing? That's not even necessarily a, a high percentage play for a guy who's been on injury. And he, it, as you said, it doesn't deserve that play there. You know, you have much better, you know, playmakers. Um, and to talk about Pacheco, the dude was like beast mode 2.0 this game. He was awesome. It's absolutely awesome. You know, just huge chunk plays. You know, nine to ten or twelve yards at points, um, and then Rasheed Rice, uh, his ability to Jack man. yeah. Well, I mean, he there was two plays where he had he went up and um, had like two really good contested catches for first downs, like really nice like jump balls, and I'm wanted... like, this guy has it all. Like he has every ability you need. You want to know who else had a really good night? NBA? It's a guy. It's a guy that we've been dogging on all season long. <laughs> two really... two catches for sixty two yards. Two. That's all you need. Two not easy catches for sixty two yeah. yards. So shout out to MVS for uh, being productive for the That's first up. time all year. You know, better late than yeah. never. Good for him. And I loved we'll it, it on the first one. He he caught it and kind of held the ball up ran out of bounds like look ma i got it like that's <laughs> but uh yeah. I, did, I thought that too i'm like yeah this dude's celebrating now that he made two catches all year yeah it was good to see you know getting yeah. bo- getting booed for not being able to catch routine balls i think the the moral of the story is that mvs just needs to make circus catches and unless it's uh, a game-winning He's... pass in green bay he should catch it yeah, I was going to say, he's had plenty of chances for those and not caught them. But, but yeah, to go back, um, so yeah, they fumble out of the end zone. They get it back on the 20. Shortly, maybe a couple plays later, Josh Allen fumbles the ball. And I don't know who tried to scoop and score it, but they didn't get it. Just uh, died on the ball. It was like... Football 101, man. Just yeah. Fall on the ball. Are we into the third quarter, or is this this? Oh yeah, we're deep into the fourth now, right? Yeah, Josh Allen was trying to have a turnover because he almost threw a pick to McDuffie too. He was mm-hmm. like, he's like, you know what I haven't done today? I haven't turned the football over. So he's like, I gotta do that real quick. 
Like there was a point in this game where it was so close. We had the lead changes back and forth, and then all of a sudden we're like, "Whoa!" Both teams are like, "I don't want to win the game." No, you have yeah. you have the ball. Well, because right there, the the Hardman touchdown. You said it. We would have been up. It was. It would have been already twenty seven twenty four at that point. Yeah, it would have been thirty four twenty four pending the yeah, PAT. Been, we would have been up ten points, and then that fumble happens. And we probably still would have scored there. Would have been up, you know, again, 10 points or something. I'm just like, so many missed opportunities. I'm like, those two mistakes, that's going to kill us. You know? But it didn't. The, the Bills had a chance, though, in the fourth. Josh Allen just heaves a pass that was pretty much perfect to to Stephon Diggs. And Stephon Diggs just flat out didn't catch it. Yeah, there is something wrong with Stephon Diggs. He has not had... Like a real, like a good ha- second half of the season, and there's there's a lot of question marks. He still has some ridiculous like four years on his contract, I think, and I don't know. We can talk about them in the off season, but that that's kind of crazy. Like your wide receiver one just can't show up, and there were there. I think it's this maybe two or three plays after that where he almost threw a touchdown pass. And Stefan Diggs was wide, like right across the middle of the field, and he would have gotten a first down. You know, and he starts that that these are like two or three plays in the fourth quarter where Josh Allen he was so patient. You know, the whole game they just kept running right down the Chiefs' throats. You know, and just dominating time of possession, and then all of a sudden they just start. I think it was mostly Josh Allen is not taking what the defense is giving him you know, and keep moving the ball. And yeah, he made two or three of these throws that it's like he just kind of lost the the game plan there. And I think he really cost, at the end of the game, you know, mind you, like they, again, he's not the only problem here, but I think, yeah, right there at the end of the game, those decisions really turned the tide, you know, at that point of the game and and really kind of lost it for him. So we're at the fun part of the game. Bills have the ball. They're driving down. Chiefs make a stop. Uh, but the the Bills are in field goal. Um, they're in field goal range. And all Tyler Bass has to do, it's very simple. All he has to do is he has to come out and make a, I believe it was a 44-yard field goal. And ties the game. Chiefs will get the ball back with a lot of time left. Um, but... A good chance of the game going to OT if it's like Patrick, a minute forty-four, yeah, or something. Patrick Mahomes would probably have ripped the Bills' heart out again, but uh, they had two timeouts left. <laughs> so, yeah. so Tyler Bass, who missed two field goals last week against Pittsburgh, one was blocked, I think. Comes in, yes, comes in, and I said, I think you said the same thing again. This is not a gimme field goal for Tyler Bass. He's been a little shaky. No. The weather's a little iffy tonight. No guarantees. This isn't the old Tyler Bass. What does he do? He misses the dang kick. Wide and right. misses a wide right. <laughs> and at that point, I'm thinking, oh, the Bills don't have that timeout that they probably wanted from earlier in the third quarter. They only have two timeouts left. So... Chiefs are sitting pretty and didn't end up mattering about the timeouts because 
eight yard rush by Pacheco and then another three yards got picked up. So they picked up that first down and just yep. ended up icing the game there. But the whole thing, nobody picked the chiefs. It's just, yeah. it's what we do. We find ways to discount <laughs> the, the chiefs any way that we can. I don't know why we continue to do it. Um, but Patrick Mahomes, Chiefs go into Buffalo and uh, come away victorious and are going to this their sixth straight AFC Championship game. Patrick Mahomes has only been a starter for six seasons. Yeah. He knows, he doesn't know anything else. I mean, do people, that is incredibly hard to do. <clears throat> to, to make it to the championship game six years in a row. That is insanely difficult. To go to the Super Bowl three times, to win twice, this is all like Tom Brady stuff. You know, early Patriots type, you know, caliber, you know, level of difficulty. Like, this is not normal. You know, <laughs> like how many Aaron Rodgers went to how many Super Bowls and won how many? Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. Right. One. Right, one and one. Like Patrick we're talking Holmes, about some of the greatest players of all time. Tom Brady won three Super Bowls. Normal. Tom Brady won three Super Bowls by the time he was thirty. Patrick Mahomes is twenty-eight. Yeah, yeah. Not only does that say about how good they are, it's just how good this team is, how good the coaching is. You know, just the whole franchise. But that that is not. This is not easy. This is not normal. <laughs> That is incredibly difficult and impressive. But yeah, I did. I I actually went back and uh, watched the highlights of this game today, uh, this morning. And Tyler Bass's first field goal of the game. Everybody should go watch this. Watch that first drive. Watch his first kick. It did the exact same thing. But he it was maybe a 20 or 30 yard kick. But it did the same thing. It went up. And then curved way right, and then straightened out, and just barely went in on the on the right, um, you know, upright. I mean, it it was the exact same kick, except the one at the last kept going right, and yeah, just what a game. Buffalo so, fans chucking, you know, snowballs, and Mahomes dances off the field. It was <laughs> it was glorious. Yeah, Chiefs went to your house, just like you said, and. uh now they own the house, so <laughs> pack your bags. It's just, yeah, it was ridiculous. There was just so much trash talk, you know, by Buffalo fans. Like, well, now it's different. You know, now we're we're not at Arrowhead anymore. You're at our house, and it's like, well, that's cool. <laughs> what are you saying now? Yeah, you went home. Oh, yeah. So Patrick Mahomes uh, and the Chiefs are undefeated on the road in the playoffs. <laughs> Gonna go to Baltimore, one but to be one. before we leave this game, uh, so stats came out about the ratings from the game today. So CBS announced that the game between the Bills and the Chiefs was the most watched divisional round game ever, with fifty million wow. plus tuning in. So this is a few things I think. Number one, loyal Chiefs fan, Chiefs fans both locally and nationally. Um, Swifties, shout out Taylor Swift, yeah. Swifties. Um, yeah. And I think we have, the Chiefs have a lot of hate watchers 
I think there was a lot of people watching this game, you know, <laughs> for, you know, in favor of Bills, the Bills winning it. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. Bills Mafia winning it, and then people that are just tired of the Chiefs. So I think there's just right. Chiefs Kingdom plus hate watching plus Swifties equals 50 million plus people watching uh, part three of Chiefs and Bills. Yeah, I think there's an equal amount of like people who whose teams are out of it who don't hate the Chiefs and are like, yeah, it's a good team. Let's watch. You know, obviously, this is game of the week material. Yep. And it turned out to be that way, but yeah. Uh, when Pacheco scored his touchdown, they cut to uh, Swift, and she was like Pacheco, and like did these like jazz hands, like <laughs> I don't know, she was like exploding her hands or something. I don't know what she was doing, but to see her mouth like Pacheco was pretty cool. Well, unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, we uh, can't sit here and talk about the Bills and Chiefs all night, even though we want to. Fair enough. Um, there were three other games this weekend. Uh, the one seeds played on Saturday. The Ravens welcomed the Texans. And my goodness, the Houston Texans did not have fun. The Houston no. Texans had a bad time. They lost. <laughs> oh, my goodness. They lost 34 to 10. And the one touchdown that the Texans scored was a special teams. It was a punt return. So Texans accomplished essentially nothing in Baltimore. Yeah, it was it was a slow start for both teams. Um, and like you said, they yeah one special teams touchdown. It was ten to ten at halftime, and then the the Texans didn't score in the third and fourth quarter. Um, Texans, the Texans missed uh they missed a field goal at the end of the first half. So they could have gone they could have had the lead. Anyway. I forgot about that. But yeah, Texans clearly the younger team. You know, I, it just the inexperience definitely showed through here. I think if this is year 2 or 3 of CJ Stroud, it's a much different, you know, style of game, but the Texans had like a million pre-snap penalties. You know, both offense and defense. It was insane. <laughs> they just could not get out of their own way. So that that's that's really why they they stumbled here. But um, yeah, I I will say, Houston Texans. Um, I think exceeded everybody's expectations this year. Nobody had yeah. them pegged as a a division winner, let alone winning a playoff game. So to make it to the divisional round in your quarterback's rookie year, your head coach's rookie year. Props to to the Texans for having a really quick turnaround after going through multiple years of just complete nonsense as a franchise. Um, but <laughs> well, again, last year they were three thirteen and one. Like to go from three wins to playing in this game, like that's yeah, that is really cool. Yeah, and, and they're they're probably going to be a problem. <laughs> yeah, CJ CJ Stroud's uh, already a good player in this league, and he's just going to get better with experience. But yeah, Lamar Jackson pretty much put the team on his back in this game. Obviously, Ravens' defense is great, but Lamar Jackson, he threw for 152 yards and two touchdowns, and he rushed for 100 yards and had two rushing touchdowns. So this was Lamar Jackson MVP game. game. Yeah. yeah. So the nightcap on Saturday night was 49ers hosting the Packers. 
Packers obviously went into Dallas last week, dismantled the old Cowboys, and then had to go to on the road face the 49ers. And honestly, the Packers were a missed field goal and a really, really bad interception away from winning this football game, I think. I'd say two or three. Oh, wait, what do you mean by bad interception? Jordan Love's interception oh, okay. that ended the game. <laughs> yes, that was a terrible. So horrendous. Yeah, we'll jump straight to that. Yeah, yeah. That, that was on first down. Yeah, that was, was horrendous. That was such a bad choice, and that is just that. That is actually, yeah, that is a, a really bad play there because running again, to his I, right, throws it across his body, across his body, in, and the field into, into triple coverage. And. Yeah, what I'm getting at here is I still see Love as a rookie, and he's not. Like, what are you doing, guy? You know, that was such a good game, and you could have dismantled this 49ers team who was stacked. They, oh, This was a great game, you know, was... and they, they can't score in the fourth quarter. And Brock Purdy, he almost, this is what I was confused about. Purdy threw at least, almost threw two or three touch uh, interceptions. Well, that's very you know. pro football focus of you to to say. No, I watched it. <laughs> what do you yeah. mean, Oma? <laughs> that's a pro football focus thing. Uh, anyway, Brock you Purdy led that the game. Brock he Purdy almost led, threw two interceptions. Yeah, he led the game-winning touchdown drive. He did, but he did not look good. He did not look very good. My point being, it it should have been more of a blowout toward San Francisco side and the Packers almost beat him at home. You know, this is, a, this should not have been this close is what I'm getting at. Well, yeah. Jordan love Jordan loves season and the Packers season ended the same way that Baker Mayfield and the Buccaneers season ended. And that's with their quarterbacks making uh, silly decisions. The difference between Baker Mayfield's uh, interception and Jordan Love's is I think Baker Mayfield just never saw that linebacker on yep. that interception that he threw. But, right. um, yeah, so the Lions, this was another good game. Lions mm-hmm. and Bucks. It was probably, it was a little bit closer then again, it probably should have been. I know a lot of people were like picking the Buccaneers, which I didn't understand. Um, but because of just the atmosphere that the Lions have created at home, yeah. Like what? What makes you think that Baker Mayfield and the Buccaneers are going to go into Detroit, right, and do anything? And and uh, you know, to their credit, they made it a game. I didn't think it was going to be that interesting. But Jared Goff was really good. The last of the uh, the pocket passing quarterbacks, Jared Goff. Jared Goff, two hundred eighty seven yards, two touchdowns, and uh, the uh, Detroit Lions are going to their first NFC Championship game since nineteen ninety one. Crazy. Yeah, this <clears throat> this was really a good game. Um, never really thought Bucks were in it. Like, it was strangely a slow game. You know, there was plenty of action, but I don't know. They were kind of lulling each other to sleep, and then they would kind of show up and score a touchdown, and and then the, the Lions were like, okay, 
we're you're done now. <laughs> like we're gonna put you to bed. We're gonna move on and play the Niners. So let's jump ahead to next week because the uh, conference championships are next week. 49ers are going to host the Detroit Lions. Tyler, who you got this week or in this game? I think we're both going to take the Niners. And that's <clears throat> a tough one because I really, I think we all, I, I mean, honestly, every NFL fan is wants to see the Lions, you know, <laughs> go all the way. Obviously, if you're a Chiefs fan, whether you're, you know, going to play the, the Lions or the Niners, it's going to be pretty cool because the, the Lions beat us, you know, in game one, you know, this year. That could be a really cool kind of rematch story for two weeks leading into the Super Bowl. That would actually be pretty awesome. But, yeah, I think that, um, like I've said many times, the Niners just have such an explosive offense. They have so many weapons. And it's really hard for them to lose. If the Lions somehow pull this game out, that's it's going to be probably one of the greater games we've ever seen. So, yeah, yeah, I'm with you on the 49ers. I think that they are just, um, they're just better. And yeah. uh, <laughs> like for me, the the one thing that I think of is like the Lions do have Jared Goff, and Jared Goff has been there, done that. So I do feel like sure. He's he could be the X factor this week, um, but I'm with you. I think uh, like uh, Chiefs 49ers, you know, a rematch of Super Bowl that they played recently, and then Chiefs Lions. Let's just end the season the way we started it, but <laughs> let's have cool. a little, let's have a different outcome. Right. So yeah, I'm 49ers too. I've been and I've been 49ers pretty much since like week three of the season. So yeah. I'm not coming off of that. Um, but the early game, Chiefs again got to go on the road and play Baltimore. The Chiefs or the Chiefs or excuse me, wow, Patrick Mahomes is three and one versus Lamar Jackson, and that one loss mm-hmm. against Lamar Jackson is. Because Clyde Edwards-Hilaire fumbled the football when uh, the Chiefs were just trying to ice the game. I forgot about that. Yeah, that was in Baltimore. That was the season that they went to the Super Bowl and lost to the Bucks. They that was when okay. they started out like three and seven or whatever it was. They just had like stupid thing after stupid thing happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I like the Chiefs here on the road. I know that. The Ravens defense is the best, but what I have seen from the Chiefs offense just the last two weeks uh, just makes me feel like they have enough to put it together to outlast to outlast Baltimore. I think you've you've seen outside of McCall Hardman, you've seen <laughs> um, <laughs> them play a little bit better fundamentally. There weren't like. There weren't many. I don't think Jawan Taylor had a penalty last week, so minimi- they've been minimizing those just kind of silly mistakes that they have been making all season. Um, and uh, also, they have Patrick Mahomes as their leader. And again, we already we like. I don't need to spend a ton of time on that. Um, but defensively, 
this is the best defense of the Patrick Mahomes era. So I think that they will do a good job containing the weapons that Baltimore has. Now they should be getting Mark Andrews back this week. I don't know how much of a factor he'll play, but I mean, I like our chances. I think it's going to be important that they contain or they have a spy on Lamar Jackson and they don't let him go crazy. They don't let him go crazy on his legs. They got to keep him in the pocket. I think that's going to be a key to victory. And then back to the offensive side for the Chiefs. Score in the red zone. Score in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Can't be kicking field goals. But I know you got the Chiefs too. I'll let you say your piece. Sure. I mean, well, I'll say this. Um, I had a lot of doubts going into this week, you know, or last week, you know, going into Buffalo and the, the whole thing wasn't buying into the whole away game stuff i said that last week i was like i don't really care about that but just this chief's team has not been that strong they've made so many mistakes all the drops they've just been a a pretty weak team you know and i was just like bills really want it and i just i had tons of doubts i no longer have doubts anymore it's like nick wright says never a doubt you know it's like I never doubt Mahomes, and I'm never watching games where I'm like, we're out of it. This game's over. I'm going to go, you know, watch TV somewhere else or whatever. You know, it's like we've seen these guys come back from ridiculous odds. Um, and, you I mean, look at the, the Packers, as you said, dismantle the Cowboys. You know, anything's possible, any given Sunday. Uh, and the, the Chiefs just are coming off of an amazing win. You know, again, at Buffalo, um, I think they can contain. They obviously didn't contain Josh Allen that well. He had a lot of rushing yards. But they did, on a lot of plays, they really did. That was that was their game plan. The whole QB spy stuff with Willie Gay and his injury. I'm like, you know, there's other people who can play QB spy. It doesn't have to be Willie Gay. You know, some guy else, somebody else can go out there. And they had a lot of really good uh, defensive plans for that. You know, because I'm not too worried about the offense. I think the offense can figure it out. You know, whether or not they can stop, you know, the Baltimore offense is another question. Um, I don't know. I, I think it could look a, very similar to the Bills game where it's a lot of back and forth and then both the teams kind of figure out what's going on and it slows down and probably, yeah, who has the ball last? Yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm with you with everything you said there we've had reasons to think i don't know about this chiefs team because there's just i mean you watch the game and it was never because of patrick mahomes it was always like i just don't trust these skill position players to not do something silly at a very important moment of the game but you know i have kind of evaluated them from a week-to-week basis and the last you know the wild card round on this and the divisional round tells me that this team is in a really good spot to win this football game and go to what would be the fourth Super Bowl of uh, the Patrick Mahomes era. Let's do it. Well, yeah, we won't know until uh, two o'clock central on Sunday. Well, it'll be you know more like five thirty central on Sunday. What the outcome of that game is, but festivities get started Sunday. Both games, the Chiefs and the Ravens, are the early game. Forty ers and Lions are. The late game. Tyler, if you don't have anything else, I'm going to get us out of here. 
No, that's good, man. Well, uh, follow us on uh, Twitter or X. I hate calling it X. Pa- at podkingdom.com. Um, we haven't received any emails. What are you guys doing? Whoever's listening to this, send me an email. <laughs> Footballkingdom at g- uh, gmail.com. Let us know, you know, what, what do you want to hear us hear from us um, in this offseason? You know, what kind of shows do you want us to talk about? You know, or topics, basically. Because there's going to be... The news cycle in the NFL is 24-7, you know, at this point. It's it's year-round. There's always going to be news to talk about. Um, but yeah, I've I got a couple ideas of, um, you know, fun stuff to talk about. Kind of more history for the NFL, but... Yeah, start sending emails. Let, let us know what you guys want to hear. Do all that he just said. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening this week. We will see you next Wednesday to recap the conference championships and do a preview of the Super Bowl. Bye. Later.